Good evening, and welcome to Black Voices for Trump Real Talk Online. I'm Paris Denard, RNC Senior Communication Advisor for Black Media Affairs and Black Voices for Trump Advisory Board member. Before we start, be sure to like and share this broadcast with your family and with your friends. Tonight, we have three incredible guests, an attorney and the board chair of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education, my longtime friend, Mark Little. Thank you, Paris. It's good to be with you. I'm glad that you're here tonight, Mark. Also with us is Georgia GOP 5th District Congressional Candidate and the founder of the American King Foundation, Angela Staten King. Hey, Angela. Hey, Paris. Thank you so much for having me on the show. The title of the show is Real Talk, so you called the right guest today. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. You always keep it real. And last but certainly not least, noted civil rights attorney and legendary talk radio host, the Leo Terrell. Uh, Paris, I'm so happy to allow me to come back for a second bite at the apple. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Mark, Anja, Leo, welcome to Team Trump Online. This week, the Democrats, as you know, are holding their convention, a boring Hollywood overproduced repackaging of their radical job-killing agenda that we all know will hurt the Black community. Leo, what are your thoughts on what you've seen thus far from the Democrats' convention? Uh, in one word, embarrassing. Because, look, the American public has a major choice to make. Do they stay with the prosperity under the Trump administration, especially for Black Americans, or do they go with the party that basically has turned socialist, a party that is allowing cities in minority communities, democratic cities, to burn. It's an easy choice for me because the Democrats are playing the race card. They're pandering. They're trying to take away and destroy American values. I've seen nothing at this convention that gives any Democrat, any Republican, any American the decision to vote Democrat. This Democratic National Convention has been a complete farce. And basically, what I'm suggesting is people look at it, but ignore it to the extent that they have to vote Republican this upcoming November and vote for Donald Trump. Now, when Joe Biden announced Kamala Harris as his pick for vice president last week, we all saw that the choice for what it was, the completion of the radical socialist takeover of the Democrat Party ticket. Now, Angela, the fake news media is calling Kamala Harris a moderate <laughs> and a safe choice, but we know better. What does her past support for radical policies like the Green New Deal, late-term abortion, and Bernie Sanders' government takeover of our healthcare system really say about the direction she would want Biden to take this country in? You know, I was paying close attention when you asked um the gentleman that went before me, his question in regards to them being a job-killing party. Not only right. are they a job-killing party, they're also a baby-killing party. Let's all mm. be honest here. We're talking about full-term abortion. This is when a woman is dilated and the baby can be on the way out. This is the team wow. that has voted against the Born Alive Act. You can't be for Black life if you're voting for Black life to be executed. Not only are we talking about a party that wants to vote for Black life to be executed, but they also want to pay for it. We cannot support those radical policies. In addition to that, we're talking about a woman 
that they were very specific about picking a black woman and they went and chose a woman that has over 127,000 convictions of black and brown people up under her belt. Let's just be honest here. They say that they're for black life, but they show us through their actions that they really are not. Well, Angela, you're right. A actions do speak louder than words and their actions have been pretty bad for the black community. Uh, together, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will increase our taxes. They will open our borders and, as you just stated, destroy our jobs. Mark, what threat would this extreme radical platform have on black communities across this country? Well, I agree with what Angela and Leo have said. Uh, let me just say very clearly, uh, the Biden-Harris ticket is so extreme that it will absolutely destroy destroy economic prosperity for the black family and liberty itself, liberty itself. They will destroy our community, notwithstanding the fact that they'll reverse the Hyde Amendment and the Mexico City policies that absolutely save lives in the womb from taxpayer-funded abortion. They will open our borders. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. They will decriminalize uh, folks coming across border, breaking our laws, they will uh, give amnesty to 11 million illegal aliens. They now favor them over the rights of the U.S. citizen. They'll abolish ICE. There'll be no more deportations. The Civil Rights Commission under Barack Obama found that illegal immigration disproportionately impacts black workers. Where right. are our leaders? Additionally, he's already promised to raise our taxes, $4 trillion over 10 years as a down payment toward a $93 trillion Green New Deal. Uh, the Ocasio-Cortez agenda is a sidecar to the Biden-Harris agenda, and it is a check that America cannot cash. The policies of Donald Trump are pro-growth, right. cutting taxes, cutting the uh, regulations. These are the things that allow us to operate with the fruit of our labor. When government gets out of the way, we can invest in our own American dream. The Biden-Harris ticket will kill that opportunity. Mark, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you pointed out the fact that illegal immigration hurts the black community. It hurts the black community, especially when it looks at the economic impact that it has on us. Let's take a quick commercial break. Stick around for more Black Voices for Trump, Real Talk Online. Kamala Harris ran for president by rushing to the radical left, embracing Bernie's plan for socialized medicine, calling for trillions in new taxes, attacking Joe Biden for racist policies. Voters rejected Harris. They smartly spotted a phony, but not Joe Biden. He's not that smart. Biden calls himself a transition candidate. He is handing over the reins to Kamala while they jointly embrace the radical left. Slow Joe and phony Kamala, perfect together, wrong for America. In 2016, we built an unbeatable operation that changed history. Now, we unveil our next breakthrough. The exclusive Trump 2020 app. This, this isn't just an app. This is your source for real news, not fake news. Straight from the campaign and the president himself. This is your direct line to give input on key campaign issues. Your portal to register voters. Host MAGA meetups. Your scheduler. 
your application on becoming a Trump team leader. Join millions and get a front row seat to our virtual events. Watch Team Trump every night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Earn points. Get rewarded. Get the presidential photo. Oh, and did we mention it? This is your personal shopper, too? So just to repeat, this isn't just an app. This is your tool to keep America great. Join the Army for Trump and download the app today. Back with us are the incredible Angela Staten King, Mark Little, and Leo Terrell. Now, we're all familiar with the fake news media complex. This last week, they resurrected one of their favorite and one of the most thoroughly debunked lies. Every year, Democrats and their media allies post this deliberate lie about President Trump's comments after Charlottesville, claiming that he said there were fine people on both sides of that protest. Every year, that lie is debunked. Leo, why do they insist on manipulating the public's views on what the president actually said every single year? Oh, it's very easy, because they're embarrassed about their record. The Democrats are embarrassed about the fact that they are the race party. You know, one of the fundamental reasons why I am voting for Donald J. Trump, because you had a man named Joe Biden, who basically told the whole world on a radio station, if you don't vote for me, and you don't vote Democrat, you ain't black. How insulting is that to every American to assume that you have to vote Democrat if if you're black? Embarrassing. He goes one step further. He then acknowledges or makes a statement that all black people think alike. I would submit to you that Mark, Angela, you and I, we don't think like Al Sharpton. We don't think like Kamala Harris. So what they have to do is they have to shift the identity of racism to Mr. Trump. Donald Trump has done more for African-Americans than Joe Biden and Barack Obama in eight years. One, funding historical black colleges. Two, the First Step Act, which basically tries to undo what Joe Biden did with the 1994 Crime Bill Act. Sign an executive order for police reform. And in my opinion, he did these things because he's trying to create a society that benefits everyone. So the Democrats are locked into pointing the finger at him when they need to point the finger at themselves. Well, you know, I got to get Angela in here because Angela, as a congressional candidate and someone who has worked with the president, especially on these issues of justice, you know very well that Joe Biden is trying to paint President Trump as someone that he's not. Democrats politicize our pain and our experience in their pursuit of political power. How harmful is their repeated constant spread of these lies to our national discourse. Um, it's very, very harmful because it's just like leading a, leading sheep to slaughter. And I mm. wish that the community would wake up. All we have to do is check facts. So we, we're in this new day and age of technology where we all have the truth sitting right at our fingerprints. We know for yeah. a fact we, where we all have the truth sitting right at our fingertips. We know for a fact that Joe Biden is not only the author of the 94 crime bill, three strikes you're out, but he doesn't regret writing it. And he said Mm. that he would not apologize for it. There are thousands of American families that have been separated by mass incarceration. And of course, we know who has been disproportionately impacted by mass incarceration. It is up. The definition of insanity is to continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. 
as black Americans, we have been faithfully, loyally voting Democrat for the past 40, 50 years. And where has it gotten us? It's gotten us exactly where we're at. I have been fortunate enough to work along with the president to not only pass the First Step Act when it relates to criminal justice reform, but also my own story of giving birth, chained to a bed, and having my daughter taken out of my arms as an American citizen encouraged the president to make it illegal. So this president is definitely for not only restoring black life by defunding Planned Parenthood, but also reuniting black American families. When the first step act was passed, we know that 91% of the people that benefited from that law were black Americans. My mom always told me, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. Stick with our president and what he is doing for black America and not be finessed and sidetracked and and distract again by what the left is doing to have control over our vote and we get no results. Angela, you are 100% correct in everything that you just stated. And I think it's because you have that personal story and personal impact of what the president's policies really mean, especially for you and your uh, future congressional district. Mark, while the media is quick to spread lies that fit their anti-Trump narrative, they have ignored the very real and measurable actions President Trump has taken to uplift the black community. What are some of the things the media should be focusing on instead of sowing racial division for their own political gain. Thank you, Paris. First, I want to say Angela Stanton King is the uh, example and beneficiary of the heart and the policies of this president. And I'm honored to be with her today and to see her future uh, right before us. Uh, Angela, I'm proud of you. you. Uh, Now, let me say, I'm going to repeat some of what you all have already said, but I want to put it in context. I'm going to give you seven points. Biblically, is seven is the number of completion. completion. And I'm just going to repeat some of what was already said. But under this president, we have had record low unemployment for the black community. 5.9% before the pandemic hit. It's unprecedented, number one. Number two, blacks have become self-sufficient. Many have become self-sufficient because they've gone back to work. million people came off of food stamps. Many of them were African-American. Leo referenced the uh, historically black colleges uh, that the president, the president met with those presidents. $300 million in debt forgiveness, $100 million in long-term funding. They don't have to come begging every year like they used to under prior presidents. A 17% increase. Unbelievable. 250 students, most of them black, have been benefited by this president's executive order benefiting HBCUs. Manufacturing grew 714% under this president. President Obama said, those jobs are never going to come back. Where's President Trump's magic wand? I guess he's got a magic wand. We've got the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. $5,000 went into the pockets of black families and 7 million jobs added to the economy. From that act, we got the opportunity zones, revitalizing black communities and broken zip codes all across the country. This president's policies have impacted the black community in ways that no prior president has done. And then finally, the First Step Act, which has already been mentioned. Thousands of men and women 
released right, from right. federal prison, who are now sitting around the dinner tables at home being fathers and mothers, sons and daughters. Again, 91% of those released were African-American. Don't tell me that this president is racist. Don't tell me that this president has not done things that benefited this black community. He said, what do you have to lose? We've got the facts. This president stands for us, and we'd be foolish to leave him on the sideline of this election. Well, you know, Mark, I know you're a pastor, and the Bible says our people perish because of lack of knowledge. What you all are giving tonight is just serious facts, serious knowledge. This is why we call it Real Talk. Let's take one final commercial break, and we'll be back with more Black Voices for Trump, Real Talk online. Thanks to President Trump, criminal justice reform gave nonviolent offenders a second chance at life and the American dream. He has given $100 million to HBCUs for scholarships and research. And he has done all this for us in less than one term. Imagine what he can achieve with four more years. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. People are really looking for something. I think you have to go out and really work hard. You've sort of become like a folk hero. There are no better builders than we have in New York, and a big percentage of that is black and minority folks, and I'm very proud of it. I say to the African-American people that have to suffer, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Isn't that the black unemployment rate the lowest in history? 1.3 million jobs, more than 1.3 million jobs added for African-Americans. Uh, you talk about the First Step Act, thousands of people released from jail, 90% of them being African-American. And I want to thank our incredible president. Uh, funding for historically black colleges and universities. Opportunity zones, almost 9,000 of those in marginalized areas. This president has done more for African Americans in a matter of two to three years than any president in my lifetime. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Black Voices for Trump, Real Talk Online. We're here again with Mark Little, Angela Staten King, and Leo Terrell. August is Black Business Month, and under President Trump, small businesses have been made a priority. Thanks to lower taxes, deregulation, better trade deals, and the Paycheck Protection Program, many minority-owned small businesses have been created, sustained, and will come roaring back. Mark, can you tell us the importance of celebrating and promoting Black businesses and why it's important to highlight the accomplishments of President Trump for all Black business owners? Absolutely. August is the uh, month to celebrate, and I love the slogan, 31 ways, 31 days, as a way to shine a spotlight on black businesses. And this president, uh, as you've said, Paris, has put policies in place that have really, in an unprecedented way, uh, benefited black businesses with what we've done with the SBA, allowing nonprofits now uh, to be able to apply uh, in these uh, uh, very dire and, and pandemic uh, circumstances. But you know, as I was reflecting on black businesses, uh, I was reminded of the amazing uh, ingenuity, uh, creativity, and entrepreneurship that is really historic in our community. Uh, Leo, I know you'll remember uh, Greenwood, the Black, Law St uh, the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, it was the most prosperous Black community uh, in the nation uh, before it was destroyed. 
Uh, but that is a part of our history. And today, uh, we've got 2 million black businesses. And of those 2 million businesses, 107,000 uh, 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 provide 23.9 billion in annual uh, payroll. Uh, there's still some work to do, uh, but black folks, mom and pops, are a part of the economic engine of this country. And this president, cutting corporate tax rates, uh, 21%, uh, de cutting uh, regulations that get government out of the way, uh, is are, are pro-growth policies. I like to call Joe Biden 40% uh, uh, Joe, because <laughs> what he has promised to do is raise the corporate tax rate, which will be the highest in the world. Uh, we can't let Joe Biden come and destroy the opportunity for black businesses that this president is trying to strengthen. We've got to stand against that. Absolutely. And, you know, Angela, liberal leaders across the country are standing by as minority-owned businesses are literally being destroyed, burned to the ground. These lawless rioters don't even care. They are politicizing the coronavirus while President Trump's whole-of-government approach is defeating the virus and maximizing our economic recovery. What do you think about the so-called liberal leadership when compared to what we know President Trump has done and is doing to defeat this virus from China and uplift black businesses? You know, I think the liberal leadership is horrible, and that's why I took off my hat and went ahead and jumped in the ring, and I'm running as a registered, proud Black Republican. I mean, look, let's just face the facts here. The president is renewing, he's rebuilding, and he's restoring the American economy. And that's exactly what I plan to do for the 5th District of Georgia. I've been able to sit and watch as businesses have been closed and as small businesses have been fined for trying to stay open and survive during this pandemic. And however, while they've been shut down, I've watched our leaders say, hey, it's okay to go out and protest as long as you're wearing a mask. If we can go out and protest while we are wearing a mask, why can't we open our businesses in order to survive? Since, you know, in the last three months, over 42% of the jobs have been restored back to our economy that were lost during the coronavirus outbreak. For me, it's very, very important to not only help lead the fifth district back to a strong economy, but to help lead America. That's why it's important for me to get in office and to help flip the house so that we can represent our values, what we stand right. for, and make sure that our people in government are giving us as just as much access as they're fighting for for the illegal immigrants at the border. Now, now, Leo, you know that there are people that are still kind of skeptical and, and on the fence, but what would you say to Black Democrats specifically who continue to support a party that has repeatedly failed to uplift our, communi our communities literally for generations? You know, what I'll tell would you right be your message to them? I'll tell you very simply. You got to open your ears. You got to stop thinking of a old mindset. This is not 1950, not 1960. We're not having Bull Connor and the German Shepherds dogs chasing us. We have the opportunity by way of federal civil rights legislation, Voting Rights Act, Civil Rights Act. You listen to what Mark and Angela said about the opportunities that have been authored by this president for Black America. I woke up 
I woke up and heard the, the, the facts of what the Democrats were trying to do, absolutely nothing for black Americans. And I he I've heard what President Trump has done, and it was an easy switch. We have to educate our people and tell them that what happened 40 or 50 years ago, what the Democrats did, no longer exists or to our benefit. Mark says something, and Angela says something about businesses. Ownership and control are the two ingredients that elevate our people, not just a job, black businesses where we own, we control, we direct, yeah. we employ black people. That is the power base. Trump with his tax cuts, with his opportunity zones, provide yeah. that mechanism for us to control our own destiny. And you know what? That scares the poverty pimps who keep telling us, oh, the government will give you everything. No, we can give everything for ourselves if we follow the Republican values of low taxes and opportunities for people to grow and own their own businesses. Well, essentially what you all are talking about is, is, is it's freedom. It's yeah. opportunity. Uh, and that is exactly what the Republican Party was founded upon, but it's exactly what President Trump is doing. He is providing more opportunities for the black community and giving us the liberties to make better choices for our friends, our families, but most importantly for our economic survival so that we can thrive, especially after COVID is beaten. Before we go to our guests for final thoughts, and I hate to come to the end, but we have to get final thoughts. You know I could stay here for hours, but let's talk about what each of you can do at home to ensure we reelect President Donald J. Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. We are in the home stretch and it has never been more important to join our fight. There are so many ways that you can get involved with this campaign, both out and in your communities and even from home. First, text Trump to 88022 to stay in touch with us. And you can also text woke to 88022 to join our Black Voices for Trump coalition. Second, download our official Trump 2020 campaign app. It's available on both Apple and Android devices and visit armyfortrump.com. Both the app and the website are excellent resources that you can use to sign up to volunteer, attend trainings, safely knock on doors and phone bank on behalf of the president. Third, make sure that you and your family members are registered to vote. Many of you have moved or want to change your party registration to the Republican Party because you're inspired by what President Trump is doing and you want to vote for the first time, you have to register. Go to DonaldJTrump.com and there you can make sure you are registered and have all of the information that you need to make your voice heard at the ballot box. Now, let's go to final thoughts. Leo, Angela, Mark, we have to end our show tonight, but I have to give it over to you all to give us your final thoughts observations, reflections on why Black Americans should vote on November 3rd for President Donald J. Trump. Ladies first, Angela, let's start with you. <laughs> wow. Well, one of the reasons is that we don't want to represent insanity. We definitely want to do something different. We know that the Democrat Party just has not delivered on any of their promises. Right now, where does Black America stand when it comes to the Democrat Party? The only time that they are speaking about us is when they are demanding that women of color have access to abortion or they are talking about Black Lives Matter, an organization that has vowed to dismantle the nuclear family structure. We've already...